Welcome to another episode of Behind the Now. Today I chat with writer and director Gabrielle Gorman. Gabrielle recently graduated from UCLA's School of Film and Television with a concentration in screenwriting, and she currently works in the digital marketing department at Sony Pictures. Gabrielle's recent work includes directing Mr. Ewing, a short documentary for Amazon Fire TV, editing and directing the viral PSA Vote for the Future, and Dear America, her short film that was featured on PBS. Gabrielle was also the recipient of the Aaron Sorkin Writing Award, which Aaron Sorkin presented to her at the Westflix Film Festival. Listen in to learn more about Gabrielle's creative journey as well as her beautiful advice for all budding and accomplished filmmakers. Thank you so much for doing this. I'm so excited to talk with you. Yeah, great to be here. (laughs) So you just, you went to UCLA, right? Yeah. Awesome. I did too. That's so cool. So walk me through your pathway of getting into directing and screenwriting. Like, where did this come from? I know you were also doing it at an early age, like in high school, you're already making films, which is amazing. But what, um, yeah, like how was your upbringing and what fostered that? Um, so I like to say that I was uh, in, like, I loved screenwriting and directing from a very young age. Um, and the proof is in all of like my little journals and diaries from when I was younger and like the little things I would shoot on my, I had like this Hannah Montana camcorder. Mm-hmm. I would make like these little scenes with my dolls and like oh. stop motion, animation, <laughs> all that stuff. And, um, and just like writing screenplays and all that stuff. Um, but I never really like thought it was a path that I could actually take, you know, cause mm-hmm. I didn't see a, like a lot of, women there and people of color and I feel like you know when you're younger Hollywood just feels so inaccessible Mm -hmm. I mean even now so it wasn't until like about uh high school like 10th grade where I really started to pursue it and it was kind of like my poetry that got me into it because as a I mean I don't consider myself a poet but like in the poems that I write they're always very vivid and graphic and Mm -hmm. I was like you know what new year's resolution let's just turn this into something finally and so I did that fell in love with the process and then um yeah applied to like I mean, many schools and UCLA was like the top so yeah that's so amazing so were you always writing poetry just naturally yeah I mean poems songs um it was just a way for me to I don't just kind of get in touch with my own emotions mm-hmm. um and I'm like a visual thinker so I oftentimes just do think in pictures it's yeah that's so that makes sense. <laughs> it makes it easier for me to digest them Okay. And what made you, so your filmmaking process starts often with a poem I read, right? Oh, how did you know that? Did you read that? I think I read that or watched that somewhere. Yeah. Is that true? Tell me. Wow. Yeah. You research. (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah. My, my greatest pieces have started off with writing a poem. Um, I'm sorry. I don't know why this is. I need to turn my. That's okay. I promise I'm not popular. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see. I mean, thinking back to like, yeah, that like the very, the very first film that I made was, uh, I was just talk, I tend to like talk about flowers and nature a lot mm-hmm. when I'm, when I'm expressing growth. And so that uh, was about, that. yeah, just coming into myself as a young woman and mm-hmm. um, finally like finding pride as a black woman. Um, and so I was kind of writing all about that. And then I, I shot that and like with another film with like Dear America that I mm-hmm. made about, um, kind of the oppressiveness of labels that mm-hmm. uh, first came from like a poem 
And yeah, I mean, everything has kind of come from there. And it's kind of like my own, it, it's like a vision board for myself or not a vision mm. board, like a mood board. And then yeah, I, I see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what, how would you explain your directing style? Like what makes a great director? And also this is for a documentary film. I should have clarified. So, right. Okay. Um, I, I do kind of all of it. I, I oh, you do all of it. Okay. Yeah, I love scripted actually. Um, oh, a lot okay. of your work is like on the documentary side. And then I decided junior year at UCLA to concentrate in screenwriting. And right. Right. Okay. I kind of, oh, wow. I love all of it. I think it's just about the story and what it calls for. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like my directing style as a, a documentarian. Um, yeah. So either way you can answer for both if you want. Yeah. Go like, for it. I don't uh, I'll, I'll go for documentary. Um, okay. I think it is really important to like establish a personal connection with your subject. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to, you know, I say subject, like treat them like humans. Um, right. With the, the project for Amazon with Mr. Ewing, it was just really important to me that he always felt comfortable. And, um, and I mean, he had like such a great time. He uh, kind of was constantly like talking about various stories and things like that, even like on lunch breaks or mm-hmm. while we were just setting up. And I would like tell the, um, the sound guy, I was like, okay, just, <laughs> just get some of that. Just, yeah. just have it for his, um, cause it's, you know, it's like he knew and he actually did pass recently. Um, but he, you know, knew that his, his, at that point of shooting it, that like his days were numbered. And I think he felt like the strong urge to just get it all out, talk about mm. all these things that he hadn't been able to express before. And I really, understood that um and it's something that my mom actually pointed out to me a while ago because I was like mom like grandma's always going on and on and on and on about things and she's like you know that's how old people are like you know that you're going Mm -hmm. to leave and you want the people around you to like you just want to spread as much wisdom as possible and so for Mm -hmm. me it was like if I could get anything out of that project it wasn't about like honestly even hyping myself up as a director being able to be like oh I did this for Amazon it was about making sure that his story was told and Mm -hmm. that he could leave this earth having said what he needed to say so yeah I, um, yeah that's my interacting style it's just like really value the that's beautiful I hadn't even thought of that myself like what your mom said like that's a reason why you know and it makes total sense now I'm like how have I not like it just didn't occur to me right wow that's beautiful and so it sounds like to always have the focus on the story obviously and especially for a documentary the person's story and like how they want to be um conveyed as well right and so it's very collaborative and you make them very comfortable that makes sense yeah, all right to even be a part of the creative process in a sense like with the so like with dear america and other projects i did that were not really documentaries they were like very experimental but mm-hmm. still um had like historical aspects or social commentary aspects like allowing people i was working with even if their role was just be on camera just being like hey like do you have any ideas like what are you mm-hmm. feeling and I always like welcome that I, I feel like people are usually a little bit timid or like scared to tell me what they really think and because they think I'm just gonna like <laughs> shut them down and um unfortunately that is oftentimes like the culture on on various sets but mm-hmm. I, mean, I really do try to welcome that because I'd rather just like n- like have critique or just great great feedback or great idea than to go without it and then create something that could have been better but I was like yeah, yeah and normally and normally people come in excited about your project when they're part of it and they do they have thought about it a lot and they do have these ideas so that's that's really amazing to give them the space right away to be like what do you think of this like how would you want to do this I love that yeah that's awesome so a lot um I've noticed the use of movement and dance in your work and how did that come about it's so uniquely done and then 
I'll ask you that first. I go for that. <laughs> um, my whole life, I've just been very involved in movement. So mm-hmm. I was dancing at Debbie Allen when I was oh my gosh, in Washington, all of that. I did gymnastics. So I've studied like every style from like hip hop, contemporary, ballet, like whacking, voguing, stepping, flamenco, salsa, like it goes on and on and on. That's amazing. Wow. And I, I mean, I love it. I think it also gives you such a, a beautiful window into various cultures. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's just something that I've always naturally just wanted to bring to my work. Um, Cause it's, yeah, yeah, like I said, with that whole thinking in pictures, things like, honestly, words are quite difficult for me to write, but when it comes to movement, it's just something that it's already in my mind. And yeah. I'm going, like, <laughs> That's so beautiful. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. You really have taken, um, like, it seems like you're very able to take experiences or like even things you've observed and use them so effectively in your work, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I danced as well growing up and it's interesting to think that way. Like, how is that Cause it definitely does. It definitely affects how you approach your work in ways, you know, mm-hmm. like that's so cool. Okay. Awesome. The second part of that was your use of editing. How do you make decisions really? Like when you edit, cause I feel like editing, especially it's could be very hard to just decide and your editing. You often use very creative ways that are like things you haven't even seen before, which is amazing. Um, yeah walk me through the process like do you need to take a break after filming before editing to like let it be and look at it objectively kind of or um it really depends if I have to take a break it's not usually for a good reason oh (laughs) interesting okay yeah (laughs) if it's if it's something that's a little bit too close to home uh, I see that's when I need to kind of take a break and um that's when I start to get a bit of editor's block. I've had that mm-hmm. quite a few times. Cause I think editing is really just like an extension of the writing process when you think about it. Um, and so you're going to be like adding things, taking things out mm-hmm. and, and constantly revising. And yeah, I've had times like with Dear America, just that editing process was horrifying at first because even as I was trying to speak to my own experience, like as growing up in this world as a black woman, going to this mm. like all white school, I still wasn't really honest with myself and it was still difficult for me to be vulnerable with my audience. And so that affected the editing and it just for a while looked really just like sloppy and like there wasn't really a, a central focus. And then it mm. wasn't until the night before I had to turn it in. <laughs> oh, I, wow. That I like that breakthrough. Interesting. Yeah, that's sometimes it too. Like when you say, um, What's it called? Editing block, like writer's block, but for editing. Yeah. What's the, what did you say? Editor's block. Oh, editor's block. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes the only way through that is to like, to like not be focused on it, like let it breathe for a second and then it comes through. But luckily that happened for you the night before. Maybe it was like the pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that happens. How do you get through that with your writing as well? Oh yeah. With my writing, I honestly, it's, like 9% of the time, it's just because there's something that I need to say and I'm just not saying it. Um, and so it's really about facing that demon or whatever that is. It's like, no, open that yeah. door that you don't want to open. That's uh-huh. really what it's like. It just, yeah, it's just the fear of, of opening that door or, or that box. Yeah. And, wow. Uh, so oftentimes yeah. journaling is the way to get through that. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's interesting you say that. Also, Um, I had a playwriting teacher at UCLA actually who said he used to say that writer's block just means that you've lied somewhere like which is interesting and you're not quite you're like what you're saying is similar it doesn't mean you've lied but it's like you haven't revealed some truth yet 
right? Is what you're saying. Exactly. Wow, that's very interesting. You have such an awareness to even like think of it, to like realize that 90% of the time it's that. (laughs) That's amazing. So I just try to like in those moments, pretend like, okay, no one's going to see this. Like this is just for me. Cause that's, that's why I feel like my, my poems and the songs that I write are like my most vulnerable pieces because I'm not writing them to be shown. Mm -hmm. And so when I get to that point in my editing process or in screenwriting, when it's like, I know that it's meant for an audience, I kind of just have to trick my mind. (laughs) Like, Hey, I was just writing this for me to read five years from now. Like, what would I say? Yes. Yeah. I know. Like that's also like golden and that's across the board for all art really. Sometimes it is like you can't have any kind of awareness sometimes of like anything other than what it is, you know, like like how like you can't have any awareness of how it might be perceived or this or that. Mm-hmm. Like it just doesn't exist that way because you can't please everyone. Yeah, you really can't. And like with anything. So, yeah. And I do think, too, like the more specific you go, like the deeper you go, the more people you actually reach rather than trying to make something yeah. like more like pleasing everyone you know yeah <laughs> yeah interesting <laughs> um, how do you write outline wise like do you do like a thorough outline do you follow a beat sheet right. what do you do yeah I, I I do that I do an outline I do a beat sheet I never ever stick to it <laughs> oh okay yeah I've heard that but yeah I'll oftentimes do that I like to use note cards um mm-hmm. and so write like each scene on there and have it all spread out um, well, that's how I used to do it. And now I'm like, let's not waste paper. So I will just put it <laughs> on my laptop, like all the beats and everything. And, um, yeah, that usually doesn't stick. I also love making playlists. I'm so crazy about that. Like one literally for each scene, I can listen to it as I'm like editing that particular scene. Interesting. Or, um, wow. As I'm like on a walk, I I'll, I'll like listen to a song and just take the time to visualize my walks are like where I've had a lot of my mm-hmm. revelations. So that's it. But um, honestly, like, and that's why Bell Parks was so liberating in that it really doesn't follow any particular system. I mean, it has some of those aspects, mm. but it's really just like a young woman having fun. And every, every new scene was just like, hey, I really want to see her in this really hilarious situation. Okay, let's just write it. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's so fun. What genres actually do you want to focus on like long-term? Like, do you want to um, do across the board? Because I know you did screenwriting. So that's, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, across the board, honestly, I'm in love with like every genre. I get this question oh, nice. all the time. Okay. And I, I worry that it makes me seem like I, I don't have it figured out. But I, it's really just what the story calls for. And honestly, where I'm at emotionally, I feel like if I'm like for with, so with my series, Bell Parks, that's mm. very much like an absurdist comedy. And that's been like my life raft. <laughs> mm. um, it's just something that I can look forward to if I'm having a bad right. day, like I can sit down, I can write Bell Parks. Um, I can't write other things like my fir- the first half of my screenwriting thesis because you have to write two screenplays was oh, um, I see okay it was like a psychological thriller but also just a very depressing piece mm. um just all about you know mental um illness and all that and like that was it, it was something that I definitely would like to I mean I finished it but I would like mm-hmm. to like, go back and revisit yeah, it yeah. but it's difficult to work on that you know when you're going through it and so for oh, me it's very self-aware as a writer and know when like it's great to work on things that are personal to me and Bell Parks is also personal to me but I have to make sure that I'm in like a good frame of mind and that I'm 
I've done a significant amount of healing because Mm. Yeah. To be able to like separate enough to, yeah, yeah, it's hard. Like, yeah, yeah. I know exactly. It's, it's also like, if you're thinking about, like we said, when you're thinking about the fact that, okay, it's going to go to an audience mm. and you're like thinking about the commercial viability and all of that, it's really difficult to also be trying to heal from it at the same time. It's like, yeah, <laughs> it, it yeah. just the wires get way too crossed. So yeah, that's a good yeah. way of saying it. The wires get too crossed. I like that. So yeah. I think that's, um, my approach to just deciding on what genre to go to next. Mm-hmm. There was another thing I had to say, actually, this was about movement. I'm glad that um, okay. we're still recording just to movement. I, I wanted to say that um, like movement and music is such a huge part of like oral based cultures. Um, and so like, you know, so many cultures in Africa and so much of mm-hmm. black culture is based in that. And there's so many stories that are passed down through sound and through movement. So, that's kind of another reason that I try to bring that to my work because it's to pay mm. tribute to that lineage. Um, and you can look at things like, like Beyonce's like Lemonade, uh, no, not Lemonade, well, Lemonade too, but her homecoming performance and like bringing stepping and seeing mm. how that was like a form of communication and looking at like coded songs of the Underground Railroad and how they make their way into the civil rights movement. And even today, like it's just uh, a beautiful and at the same time, uh, you know, heartbreaking, um, but also really, I don't, what am I saying? <laughs> like authentic. It's like very authentic like, too. Yeah. It's just a like very fascinating. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's amazing. I love that. Yeah. And like music too. I'm like thinking, yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. It was passed down, you know, through words. Yeah. I, I was like, I've been doing some research on that. I mean, we're not even, you know, we can go through that another time. But, um, as I, I say this as a screenwriter and as someone who like, all I do is write, but mm. um, they're not, you know, that's not the only way to communicate a story or to um, preserve a culture. Mm. Yeah, I love that. You've said such amazing things. Like so much of what you said is so beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> what advice do you have for students, for high school filmmakers or students just graduating college? And I also know that you've done amazing internships. Like, how do you go about getting internships? Um, just what do you recommend for those students? Um, okay. I'm going to give you like three different answers. It's all very different. Um, all right. Go for it. Okay. For high school students, um, I would say like that is such a great time because you are so young and the pressure isn't really on yet. Um, It's such a great time to just experiment and explore, just make any and everything and have fun. Doesn't matter if you're shooting on your phone or a camcorder or whatever. Um, And so that would be my biggest piece of advice is like, that's really the time to not limit yourself because once you start getting into like film school or just working other sets, like you're going to have various parameters. And um, I think it, is better for you to start off with like kind of what's that 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 whole phrase thing like limits can be taught or whatever but Mm. it can't really be taught to yeah I know you can extend as far as you can you know so I yeah and um for people just graduating college shoot I don't know I'd say (laughs) I know you're like you're like um you kind of just graduated yes yeah Um, it's just keep an open mind about life that's what I learned. I, I always have had like a plan for myself and, mm. you know, a five-year plan, 10-year plan, da, 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 da. And like, I graduated right as the pandemic hit. 
So I was like, all right, we're going to have to like go off schedule. <laughs> we're going off book for now and uh, kind of just rolling with life. I mean, still working hard and, uh, but not being so set on having like a direct mm. course. And I found myself in a lot of like really cool places. Um, and then as for getting like internships and all of that, uh, I would say start early mm. and get like feedback on your cover letter, resume, all that. I mean, that seems right, like, the- right. but really it's, it's really great. Like I went to just like, there's this uh, student from, from the UCLA film school. She was the year above me. Mm-hmm. She had interned at like a 24 and all these really cool places and had this like uh, resume workshop. And I went into that and like, it just, it was like, obviously none of the experience changed on my resume, but the overall layout and everything was like yeah. better. So don't be afraid to like ask your friends or even if they're the same age as you, like if you've seen they've done really cool things, be like, Hey, do you have any tips for how like the interview process or things like that? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'd say, yeah, I mean, I've, in terms of like where you apply to, um, I think it's great to spread it out. Like, even if you know, like, oh, I just want to be a director for me. It's like, I've done editing positions. I've done like script coverage of yeah. various fields and it'll just help you honestly, just financially, just to have like various kind right. of, um, just in case something else doesn't work out. And then I've had times where like, I've applied to, it's, it's like college. You apply to all these reach mm-hmm. places and then, you know, <laughs> a lot of it might not work out and you're like, okay, I may need to start somewhere, you know, a little bit different, but it's okay because I'll grow. Right. So I had that with my internships where I was like thinking immediately I was going to work with like, you know, a top five production company and that didn't happen. But I went to a smaller one and I had like personalized mm-hmm. support and I was able to sort of grow so much more and then prepare myself to, to go on to. Yeah. And I love what you said about um, asking. Sometimes it's as simple as just asking someone what's your horoscope sign and does that mean anything to you i mean like <laughs> zodiac thing that's yeah thing. yeah I don't <laughs> it's okay if you're like if you don't have an awareness of this it's like not whatever my friends are really into it so i try to give it a chance um yeah i'm pisces oh <laughs> i mean honestly there's nothing that i've heard about like the few times that i've looked at like tiktoks or whatever about mm-hmm. like oh this is what a pisces does like i haven't disagreed with anything i'll say <laughs> Okay. Okay. Cool. Oh, so you feel like you actually are maybe like in line with it. Yes. But I feel like I could be in line with most. I know. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I totally agree. That's so funny. And then this podcast is called behind the now, but I think it's really important to be the now. (laughs) That's how I phrase it. Um, But like being present. So Mm -hmm. what are ways that you personally do to stay present? Um, however you want to answer that or interpret it. Like it doesn't have to be always intentional. Like some people meditate and do things like that, but maybe it's like not that. Yeah. Does that make sense? That's something that I'm, I'm learning mm. and I've been almost like studying over the course of quarantine. So it's interesting you ask that because I'm constantly asking myself that like, okay, what does it mean to be in the mm. present? Um, because I am so like, I'm so hyper-focused on the future Right. Like my place just shook for a second. Okay. Anyways. Um, so what I do is, I mean, I like to go on walks, um, a lot. Mm. I walk like every day. Um, I'll usually do like two walks and half the time I'm just trying to take in my environment environment. And like, usually I want to listen to music. And again, I find myself in doing that, thinking about, okay, I have this to do. I have that to do. This is where I need to be in five years. And then I oftentimes will just like unplug and just, 
take in things like, okay, what do I hear? Okay, I hear the sound of a car. I hear like a cat over there. I hear, you know, some trees moving. I hear um, some birds. And so just, okay, how do my footsteps sound? Like, am I walking on sand? Am I walking on concrete? So I just think really simple questions mm-hmm. like that that you can ask yourself. Okay, what am I seeing? Okay, there's, you know, a mailman over there. There's someone across the street over there. Just really folk- puts you in the now. And um, it's just a great way to kind of de-stress. Um, so that yeah. I think- way that I that's amazing that's so true and like that's I love stuff like that because it's like no matter what is happening that day or whatever you could always start doing that like you could always um like you're saying to be also like physically in your body but even if you're just like stuck somewhere and you can't leave um like you're in an office or something you can do that like what am I hearing right now you can ask those questions which is beautiful yeah or like a body scan too my sister actually taught me that just like go from I go from like my toes all the way up and just think Mm -hmm. about everything that all the muscles that are like clenched and everything and oftentimes it's scary I was like shoo I've like (laughs) like have my like I've been looking crazy for like the past couple of hours because I just do that I get so into something my you know my shoulders are Mm -hmm. up there my eyebrows are here and I'm like, okay, let's just, I've had like muscle twitches just because I'm so tense. Yeah. So flexible, like how I'm able to be a dancer when I'm literally that tense. So that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also there's um, ways to meditate. That's exactly what you're, what you're saying. Like you start from, yeah, whatever, like your feet or your head and you just go like through your body and you say like, you relax each part. And it's true. You become so aware of what you're um, like holding tension. Like I noticed too, like when I, when I drive just randomly, I'll notice like my jaws clenched. I'm like, why? <laughs> like, you know, like I don't need to, there's nothing. We do that all the time in ways. So that's a really good point. I love that. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. Yeah, this was fun. Yeah. It was so nice to meet you. I'm so excited to see what's next, you know, thank you. where can our listeners find you? You can find me um, on Instagram uh, at Gabrielle Gormal. Uh, that's a very funny account. I post a lot of Instagram stories about life. So if you're just looking for a daily laugh, there you go. And um, my website, I guess, <laughs> which is gabrielgorman.weebly.com. I'm giving you entirely different names, but it's fine. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. Well, I just, we have it because people might like listen at the end. They want to. Yeah. Just, yeah. Okay. <laughs> like everything I'm about to delete my Twitter account so okay okay (laughs) okay cool thank you cool well it was so good to meet you you're like you're so amazing it was great meeting you as well thank you so much for doing it I appreciate it yeah thank you